Hello, everyone. I'm Jaden Feeney, a senior undergraduate here at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, and my presentation is over the effects of temperature variation on populations of Drosophila melanogaster. So when we see these organisms in the wild, they're usually exposed to a wide range of temperatures. Um, we see this through the course of daily and seasonal cycles. So during the day, it's going to be a lot colder in the morning and in the evening, and a lot warmer in the middle of the day. Uh, during the seasonal cycle, obviously, it's going to be a lot colder in the winter and warmer in the summer here in the northern hemisphere. So this variation in temperature is expected to be um, exacerbated with climate change. So we're going to see a lot more fluctuations of these hot hots and cold colds and really an inconsistency of the overall stability of the temperature. So basically the consequences of this can be predicted through thermal performance curves, especially for organisms um, like Drosophila uh, melanogaster because they're ectotherms. Uh, so the temperature overall has a huge impact on um, their body temperature and the rates associated um, with it. And then these thermal performance curves are going to provide us with a mathematical and physiological framework for understanding how this effect um, of climate change and temperature variation uh, impacts the biological rates and other processes that govern the activity of these organisms development, growth and fitness, and the overall contribution to population dynamics of the actual population. So in this study, we aim to present the data collected on these thermal performance curves and then apply it to better understanding how temperature variation will impact uh, different levels of biological organization. So for the methodology, um, we went and caught um, wild Drosophila melanogaster. Um, they were obtained um, in Lincoln, Nebraska, and then they were established and maintained in the laboratory at a temperature of 22 degrees Celsius and then had a 12 hour light and day cycle. Um, and then the temperature dependent processes represented uh, different levels of biological organization. Um, so for ours, we observed mitochondrial, metabolic rate, developmental rate, and longevity. Um, and these were evaluated at six different temperatures um, from 16 degrees Celsius to 31 degrees Celsius. Uh, with three degrees Celsius intervals. Um, so for example, it would go 16, 19, and so on. Um, and then metabolic rate was measured as the rate of CO2 produced uh, by groups of 10 adults using a flow through a respirometer system. For developmental rate, eggs were collected and monitored every 12 hours until adult emergency. And then to estimate aging rate, the daily death of females was recorded until the death of all females. And then that data was used to calculate longevity. Moving on here to the results, we observed here in results one, at higher temperatures, mitochondrial respiration declines. And when looking at the state three, mitochondrial respiration linked to oxygen dependent ATP production, which is kind of how your cell gets energy and powers other processes. Uh, this has a lot uh, lower optimal temperature relative to the organism's metabolic rates. And then at higher temperatures, um, the state four metabolic rates became high, and that was indicative of a leakier disruptive mitochondrial membrane, which when that happens, it disrupts the function, and then that disrupts all the energy and ATP production of the cell, throwing off the cellular processes. So as we can see here, as the temperature like rose, um, we saw like, kind of the peak of the mitochondrial respiration and the optimal function. And then as it continued to get higher, we saw that decline. Um, and then right here on state four, we saw that increase. And then we saw that leakiness of the mitochondrial membrane. And then applying that to metabolic rate, the metabolic rate is gonna be a direct association of that mitochondrial membrane and mitochondrial respiration. 
So the, medica the metabolic rate, um, we saw a decline um, at higher temperatures. So it was less sustainable and uh, less consistent over a long period of time. So if we look at this pink line here, we can see at a higher temperature, um, it's not gonna be able to be sustained over that 120 minutes or that long period of time. And it's gonna fall off um, and have a decline in that metabolic rate and CO2 production. But down here at a lower temperature, we're gonna see a very sustainable and level um, metabolic rate uh, and very consistent over that period of time. And this metabolic rate is gonna impact the developmental rate. So the faster the metabolic rate, the faster the organism is gonna be able to develop. And then this, uh, the lower or slower the metabolic rate, the longer time it's gonna take for the organism to develop. So the TV, uh, the thermal performance curves for developmental rate, um, these are depicted here for eggs, larvae, pupae, and then uh, just the total time of eggs to adult. And with this, we saw a positive correlation with temperature. However, um, in larvae uh, and then some other processes, uh, we saw that the developmental rate decreased when it re uh, reached a temperature threshold. And for the larvae here, this was 28 degrees Celsius. And then lastly, this developmental rate, um, if an organism develops very quickly, that um, kind of stops the longevity. And without that long period of time, they're not able to reproduce uh, as many offspring and mate as many times. So that's gonna have a direct impact on that population dynamic. And we'll see a decrease um, in that growth rate of the population. So for this developmental rate, it applies to that longevity of the females. The longevity of the females in relation to temperature declined. Um, so it had a negative correlation. So at the lower temperatures, the females lived longer, thus being able to reproduce more offspring. But then at a higher temperature, um, that lifespan was very short and they were not able to produce as many offspring. So this relates to uh, how that population growth would be impacted. So without being able to produce a lot of offspring, that limits their chance for survivability. So in conclusion, that mitochondrial rate um, impacts the metabolic rate, thus impacting the developmental rate, which impacts the longevity, and that impacts um, the population growth over a period of time. So in conclusion, as we see temperature increases, the factors of growth um, and metabolism accelerate. This accelerated uh, growth rate and leakiness of the mitochondrial membrane may limit the lifespan of these female Drosophila melanogasters, uh, subsequently limiting the reproduction and survivorship, leading to a decline in population growth of the species. Uh, these results uh, demonstrated in this study are consistent with the idea that this, uh, these mitochondrial membranes are the, the contributing factor for setting an organism's and population's thermal limits. Uh, this is very important for um, uh, additional and future research because we can apply this to humans and other organisms and study their mitochondrial membranes um, when exposed to these temperature variations. Um, and this would be harder to do in humans, but looking at another um, organism uh, like an ectotherm or uh, a paramecium, uh, this will kind of be able to allow us to apply these basic principles and concepts that we find in this study um, to larger organisms and a larger scale over a period of time so that we can infer uh, how climate change might impact us as a population.